Hi, good morning. Hi. So this is episode 46 Six? on a yep. very cold post-boxing day episode. Sunday. So it's like a double boxing day this year. It is, yeah. <laughs> and we were just saying that we normally Sundays is for family stuff, but there was something that you wanted to cover in today's episode. Um, yeah, well, it's kind of moving on from yesterday when I was saying that... Um, I was, I've, this time of year is really weird between Christmas and New Year. It's, it's... Well, it definitely is for us, because it's normally our planning... Well, that's what I mean. It's, it's, it's normally a bit of a weird year, weird time of year anyway. I saw yeah. a post on Facebook earlier today with a, a stick figure and a, um, a Christmas hat from like the 1st to the 24th of, of um, December, right. you're feeling festive. Yeah. And then from the 25th or 26th to um, the 31st, it's like, don't know what day of the week it is, <laughs> full of cheese, don't know which way's up. Um, and then like from the 1st of January onwards, you're either kind of raring to go or you're just fat and monged out from yeah. eating too much. Well, I think this time, this week, in between Christmas and New Year, Especially if you've been given the time off, because a lot of people take, if they're not working anyway, they, they, a lot of people will take this time off, yeah. won't they? Just because um, it's a weird few days most yeah. of the time. And but if you've got a plan post that, it's kind of all right, because you're just it, chilling. But... Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I mean, w- one of the things that we always used to do was just literally do nothing in yeah. that period. Um, but personally, I, I it's like today, I was like straight back on working out this morning and start to plan, like get, go into more detail on planning and yeah. stuff like that. Because what I personally like about this period of time is nobody's giving us any pressure. Yes. Like nobody's asking us for anything. No. So we can still do the stuff that's, that is normally our daily routine stuff when things are, but we can also have the benefits of the quiet and everything yeah. else. But you're right, it's weird because you it, could yeah. waste this time. Well, exactly. And that's, that's how I've been feeling because I'm, I'm trying to plan next year. But obviously, it's a really difficult year to plan because we're still in the midst of COVID stuff and yeah. 2020 and there's no kind of real direction. So I was talking on yesterday's um, podcast about I've been listening to other podcasts to kind of find inspiration yeah. and, and that led me to question thinking. So I was all about kind of being open and asking questions. Which was yesterday's episode, exactly. all about question thinking. Yeah, so, yeah. And, I, and I've been doing that, which helps because it's, you know, what... What would the perfect year look like, for example? Um, what do I enjoy doing? What would yeah. I like to do more of, et cetera, et cetera? What don't I want to do? All of that kind of thing. Um, but then I, I, that kind of leads to the how. Okay. And you don't need the how. You don't uh, You don't need to have everything planned out. Um, but if you are like me, you do need some kind of gauge yeah, yeah. Um, in order to kind of run that way. I need something to aim, something to be pulled. We've talked about being pulled in previous podcast that it's a lot easier if you're being pulled by something than if you're kind of pushing all the time well and especially if you're in business because there's lots of shiny objects yeah to take you down lots of little dead ends yeah that can be expensive in both time and money right yeah exactly um and one of the ways to kind of be be pulled or to to have a more kind of obvious plan um is by modeling and so I thought we'd as in that. not catalog, not catalog, and not clay. No, <laughs> um, but as in just modelling the behaviour, the habits, the success of people that have done done it before you. Um, as Tony Robbins always says, um, so oh look, Tony <laughs> success leaves clues. Yeah, um, and it does. Um, and you, the best way of of modelling is obviously to adapt that to your situation, and things very much need to be adapted at the moment because obviously 2020 is, has been such a, a strange year and has changed things for good really yeah. um but you can still uh you know again 
the habits I think is probably the, the most important thing so how do these people that you want your life to kind of emulate or you want to be like these people or you want to have the things these people have or if you're thinking it in terms of your business if you're looking at another business that you think oh that that's where I'd want my business to be yeah so well how did they overcome challenges what um you know pivots have they made how have they dealt with certain things yeah I think modeling so if you're somebody who consumes a lot of books so if you're not necessarily fiction I mean non-fiction type stuff um I think the idea of modeling doesn't isn't necessarily that abstract to you right because um there's always a theme or certain lessons to be learned when you read certain but non-fiction books and and fiction books but a lot of non-fiction books that you come away with making you think differently or behave in a slightly different way and um but we'd never had the concept of modeling really kind of laid out to us in black and white until we did UPW with Tony Robbins and um and we kind of and he discussed that in detail about the how as a as a coach Mm -hmm. he would and and he's kind of coached world leaders at the top elite sports people and all sorts and it's not that he knows everything already no. and he's basically telling you how to do it. Where What he does is he watches out, he sees the top players, yeah. figures out what their strategies are and then shares those le- those lessons with others. Well, that's with, what with he did others, with his right? um, money book, wasn't it? Money, yeah. um, changing the game, making the game, something like that. I yeah. can't think of the, the full title, but he went to hundreds of the most successful people in the world, money-wise, yeah. wealthy people in the world and and... Ask them what do you do, and mm. you know how did you get to where you are, and and it's um I think nowadays it's it's easier or or um not more important than ever. I think it's always been a good strategy, but it's people are more accessible than they've ever been before. Yeah, you know you can you can watch someone like I don't know Gary Vaynerchuk for example on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, yeah. Twitter, like wherever yeah. you want, you can find his stuff. You can read the books, listen to audio books. Well, and you, you should know. watch the behavior, like watch the actions, not yes. necessarily listen to the content. Like yeah. it's, I mean, don't get me wrong, there's a lot of good content, but um, like the behaviors, what they're actually doing each day yeah. and over months, over years and everything else, and it's like, and what they're producing out the other yeah. side. That's the trick, isn't and it? And realizing it does take time because it's Gosh, very easy yeah. to look at these people and think, oh, yeah, they look at them. But, you know, a lot of them have been in the game for 10, 12, 15 years. Yeah. Um, and, you know, they everybody started somewhere. So just mm-hmm. kind of modeling these people's journeys, which again is, is easy to do because you can go back 10, 12, 15 years yeah. a lot of the time and, and see their whole journey. Yeah, and if you look at it across the board, so if you look at it for, like, cause all, whether it be for your health, whether it be for your business, or whether it be for money, whatever it is, it's all modelling. It is, It's absolutely. all just taking, right, okay, they they managed to grab the lowest hanging fruit by going over there, so yeah. I'll do the same thing. Yeah, so. and, and it's to the point where... Um, it's it's body language as well. It's how you how you hold yourself. I mean, um, and and you can do that the other way around as well. If you want right. to um, influence somebody that you're you're speaking with, or, or you know, kind of get them on side, there, there's certain things that you can do body language wise yeah. um, that they will model. It's quite an interesting experiment. If you right. if you're kind of sat opposite someone um, and I don't know you scratch your ear or something, if they go to do the same thing. 
it means you're kind of on the oh, same wavelength. Oh, that's uh, mirroring, yes. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's, it, yeah. yeah and it, that's the same kind of psychology behind that. Yeah, um, yeah. I saw a, a thing a little while ago where I don't know what, where these people were. I think they may have been in a doctor's surgery or something like that. Uh, but there was about, I don't know, maybe eight people, no, probably ten people. There was Most of them were sat along this side. And then there was two chairs on that side. Right. Um, and they were just sitting reading magazines and flicking. I th- as I say, it looked like some kind of doctor's waiting room or something like that. Right. And one person just stood up. No, 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 sorry. Lots of people stood up. Like right. most of them, like you say, say there is 10 people, like seven of them stood up. Right. And so then you saw the other three kind of going, okay. And then two stood up. And then there was just one that was just like, okay. And so she didn't stand up. And then they sat down. And then they all stood up again, and this time she stood up, but she's looking at them going, okay, why are we? And then they all sat down, and she sat down, and you could see her kind of going, why am I doing this? But she was uh, just doing it because everyone else was doing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's so, funny how we're all tuned into everybody else's stuff. Yeah, right? it's and, a very so, powerful Was well, so that's going back to the tribal show, um, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. But coming back to the modelling for, in terms of finding fast, because modelling I translate into fast tracking yeah. like it's a bit like um why somebody buys a franchise yes right yeah. it's uh, you buy a franchise because you want you to you you recognize that you can try and do these things and work these things out yourself uh, and there's a cost uh, in your money and time in doing so and that could take you five years ten years yeah. or whatever it is or you could buy a franchise and be in that end point of five years from day one well, and lots in of dead ends and, and costly dead ends and things as well. You yeah. Know? Whereas... So, well, franchising is the epitome of that, of the yeah. modelling thing, right? It's Or the coaching idea, yeah, right? Yeah, because you've created a blueprint and you're giving that to somebody, yeah. basically, aren't you? So we, we had our eyes opened to the idea of modelling properly because it had been given a label. We had, we'd recognised that we were doing certain aspects of modelling mm. um, in our business prior to UPW. Yeah. But when he went into it in detail and we came away, we were like, oh, because what, what we were doing in our own business in Smiley Booth, the photo booth hire company, was we were constantly starting from zero. Like every single aspect of our business, we were doing as if it had never been done before. Yeah. Like whether it be accounting, whether it be like whether it be the event delivery itself or the, or the, the managing staff or anything like this. We were... And I think that's a testament to ego more than it is anything else, Well, I was going to say that is one of the difficulties of coming into a new industry, which obviously we did in in Smiley Booth, and we're kind of doing again with with Say It. There is no... Yes, there's precedence when it comes to the basics, like, as you say, accounting and things like that, which was why we were part of groups like... um, the entrepreneur circle and things like that because right. we wanted to learn from other businesses yeah. and, and that's how it works you know having a a community of businesses is another great way of doing things a mastermind or just a membership yeah. group um, but there are fundamentals that are that um that transcend one business to another yeah right? that's what i mean so, for those kind of things but that one of the hard things in business is if you have got a, a new idea is you are kind of carving that route out well yes and no i see i kind of disagree with that the only in that um so for example we started with smiley booth the photo booth hire company with the idea of right okay we're going to take we decided the wedding industry mm. right so in hindsight what a really smart thing for you and i to have done from day one on that business would have been to find out people that are the leaders in the wedding industry for yeah. event delivery and become their best friends. Yes. And go, right, how did you go from zero to becoming the market leaders yeah. in that sphere? And yeah, they wouldn't have been doing photo booths, but they might have been, I don't know, 
the best DJ in yeah. the country for wedding DJ in the country or the best caterer in the country or whatever it is. Mm. But we should have best friended those people mm. and said, right, how the hell do we do? We're no threat to you, mm. but we value your experience. And them to share some of their, their well, tactics. Well, we did that and, with franchising, didn't we? Because yeah. um, you know, I reached out to... And this is what I mean by people are accessible. You know, yeah. I, I found the... Um, the owner of the the Little Kickers franchise, yeah. um, who lives in in Canada, and just reached out to her and said, you know, I how have you done what you've done? Because I found that that even though it's a completely different field, it's yeah. football, um, yeah. kids football, a lot of the model was quite similar to what we were trying to build. Yeah. Um, and so you know, I, I just reached out to her. How do you do this? How do you do that? And and she was more than happy to jump on a co- couple of calls with me. Um, and and just tell me how she'd done it and I didn't even realize kind of how big she was at the time yeah. like how many franchises they had, many had they got? a lot I, I can't remember but a lot yeah. like hundreds around the world right. um and then um and then she was on the like front cover of franchising magazine like because she was really later. receptive exactly and I didn't really realize but as long as you kind of value someone's time um I think a lot of the time people are more than willing to help you yeah well I think when you've got your stuff nailed and and like you know how you're getting your customers, you know how like how your business runs, and and you have a plan, and you're sticking to that plan. It's not a threat when somebody comes out of the blue. No. Even if they're in your industry and yeah. says like I'm stuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Had, um, And we had that in the photo booth industry. Yeah. Um, where people would ring ring us out of the blue and just say, look, I'm just starting out and I just don't have a clue. I, I how have you got to where you are? And we'd happily spend time with them, just telling them about the tools and techniques. Slightly more like the moment we turned to franchisors, mm. we had to step away from that that kind of stuff because fundamentally we were we'd be we need to protect franchisees, protect yeah. franchise yeah franchisees. But uh, but a couple of people that came to us actually became franchisees. Yes, yeah, yeah you're <laughs> so. right. Yeah, but it's yeah. So that the idea of modelling is effectively is okay replicating the behaviours of somebody who's always doing already doing something very successfully, and you see it all the time, and people. The problem is we're so conditioned to think, okay, I've got to pay for this course or I've got to pay for um, whatever it is to be able to do that. And a lot of the time you don't. A lot of the time with the stuff that you need to do, you just need to identify people that are doing particularly well in that particular niche. And as you did, reach out to them and start that conversation and and be open and honest with them. And their passion for Mm. what they do will naturally come across and and they'll see your passion in it as well and they'll want to do it i think there's um you have to be careful with coaches and and mentors and stuff because i definitely think there's a place for them but you shouldn't (laughs) careful well no i'm just saying you shouldn't be willy-nilly with it you shouldn't just get somebody says oh i can i can coach you in that you know I, i think that if you're looking for a coach, it needs to be relevant to what you're what you do a lot of the time. Like for example, the Emith coaches. Yeah. Um, a lot of them have had businesses or are well, business owners and then yeah. they, they pass on that knowledge or I agree. I think there's so many and that's why I said careful, because there's yeah. a massive industry that's yeah. been built from people that are just have, only ever been coaches. That's what I mean. That's why. Yeah. That's why I say you have to be careful. I'm, I'm. I'm saying I don't disagree with coaching in the principle because you just said, "Oh, you don't need to pay for stuff." You don't. You can go and find people. Yeah. Um. But I think if you are really wanting to take it seriously and you want someone to kind of ho- hold your feet to the fire and yeah. be be there for you on a consistent basis, yeah. then a coach is absolutely the right way to go. But. 
find someone that's relevant to your niche. Yeah, because it's a weird, and a, a lot of people that uh, listen to this or watch this probably won't be aware of this, but there's a weird industry out there where it's just literally coaches selling to coaches. Yes. And, and it's a very, and nobody really labels it. I never hear anybody talking about it, mm. but it's it's a massive industry. Yeah. And a lot of this uh, information marketing type course driven stuff about oh you can make money doing this and you can make money uh, making websites for this or doing whatever it's a lot of it is just coaches buying coaches stuff yeah. all the time on a yeah. constant consumering like yeah. basis and it's huge and and I think part of the problem is we've seen a lot of times where we've had coaches approach us mm. and you're right they've got they've got no specific background to our industry mm. or our particular challenges or yeah, anything else. Exactly. And you definitely have to scrutinize a bit like you're uh, the same way you would if it was a new member of staff. Yeah. It's like you're getting, you're asking that, that person to fill a role, aren't yeah. you really? So, and, and I think the, the best <coughs> coaches me. in that way and, and, and you could call them the best models or the, the people to, to copy is, you know, if you're looking for, um, I don't know, a relationship coach, mm -hmm. for example, then you really want to be looking for someone that's got a successful relationship. Yeah. Um, you know, I was on a group call the other day with um, a, a mentoring group that I'm in, um, and one of the, the ladies in there, um, she, uh, she and her now husband both previously left people at the altar. Wow. Um, and they got together and they've been together for 20 years and she's a relationship coach they left people at the altar yeah and, uh, and I thought that's something that only happened in movies <laughs> I didn't think um, and they uh, they both it was coincidental they didn't know each other but they right. met and then they've been together for 20 years but she can really tell that story you know yeah. she's been in a very difficult situation that, yeah. that she left and now she's got a very successful relationship for 20 years she's a relationship coach you know if you're going to have a health and fitness coach get someone that's been on that journey. Yeah. You know, not someone that was born with brilliant genes and they've always yeah. been, you know, top of every team at school or whatever yeah. because they haven't had that journey. Yeah. So I think no, they you don't... really need someone that's conquered the things that you want to conquer. Yeah, yeah, they've got some... I mean, because there's a big difference between, um, like, the professional fields, yeah. like the scientific and professional, professionally educated fields mm -hmm. who have a deep l understanding of the literature, right? Yeah. So... So, like psychologists or whatever yeah. it is, right? They have they have they have a lot of learning where they can identify behaviors, patterns of behaviors, yes. and they lean on their profession. Yeah, right? that's not what we're talking about. No. What we're talking about is people that become overnight coaches because they see it as a because they that topic resonates with them, and and they like people mm. and they want to create some value and this. And don't get me wrong, that's not to say that those people don't create value. It's just... And I don't a lot of them are great personal development coaches because yeah, they, they're great right, at yeah. getting the best out of people. And that's fine. But if you're looking for a, uh, somebody to model in business, yeah. they really should have some business experience. They should experience. Walk, walk. Yeah, because yeah. um, I saw one lady in particular that uh, that was touting her kind of coaching business and, um, and just telling her story. And it was uh, something, I mean, this is very kind of... Uh, made brief but something along the lines of she was unhappy it is just out of university she was unhappy she really didn't know what to do with her life and then she saw a, literally saw a billboard that said about coaching and she was like that's it I'm going to be a coach and and she has actually become a very successful coach but I'm like but what had you actually done yeah and, <laughs> but the question experience? yeah so yeah exactly and what's and when you say successful coach what's the definition of success so yeah. if I was a coach 
the defining factor of success for me would be my client's success. Yeah. Like that's success. But it might be a successful coach for another party might be, well, I've got X number of clients that pay me this amount yeah, per month. Yeah, I think it was more that's, than that. Yeah. yeah, that's what determines my idea yeah. of success. And you're right. And I think the people that have got, if you're looking for business coaching, same with physical coaches yeah. and all this kind of stuff, health coaches and all this kind of stuff, they have to have walked the wall. And they don't necessarily need to be the epitome no, of success, right? They just need to have the battle scars yeah. where they can literally say to you, okay, yeah, I did that. That hurt. So go that way instead. Yeah. But you need, that's what you're looking for. You're looking for the, like, the st- they're the stabilizers on your bike yeah. to, to help you go down, get to where you need to be. And we have a friend in business who regularly has, has coaches in his life mm-hmm. um, in, in different facets of his life. And um, and he's often talked to us about, oh, you should have coaches yeah. in your life because he's a massive advocate of it. But he doesn't have one coach and then that's it. No. He'll literally go, right, I need to go from here to here. Who who can help me get there? Mm. And then he'll pay them for that for that time. Yeah. Once he's there, it's like, right, thanks, goodbye, next. Which is absolutely the, the way I think you <coughs> should do it. Um, and, and as you said, you don't necessarily have to pay somebody. It might be somebody that you know um, or somebody that, um, you know, is in your business circles that's prepared to just mentor you for a bit. Um, and you do need it. You do need to have, you, you need somebody to show you the, the shortcuts. Yeah. Because starting from zero on everything in life is is really hard. Yeah. Like, and, and the chances are thousands, if not millions of people have been where you are in the past and have have overcome it so if someone can tell you oh no tie your laces this way instead of that and, yeah. you, and you won't fall over on a run yeah like it's like it's just these little strategies well, it's, that, what, it's what we do as children and then we, yeah, we stop we kind of grow out of that because our ego gets involved again and think oh we know best or i'm going to do yeah. things my way or whatever but as as children you know we we learn to talk from modeling we learn to yeah. walk from modeling we tie our shoelaces we know not to walk in front of a car because you know yeah. you, we're we learn all of that stuff from modeling i mean we see it especially with our children throwing them into a french school yeah you know they're learning french verbatim and yeah. and i i found that really difficult because when i've tried to help them with their, their homework and that i'm like yeah. well what do those words mean and they're like well, I don't know. And I had a real issue with that. And I was saying to one of the other parents, I'm like, what's the point in them learning these French words without them knowing what they mean? Hmm. And they said, well, that's exactly how they learned to talk. Yes. They didn't yeah. know the meaning behind every word. No. But you, but you end up learning the but meaning. But they understand the reaction they exactly. get when they say it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, um, yeah, if you, if you can just kind of bring that through into adulthood and especially into business, drop your ego and, and model um, what those before you have done. Yeah, well, it's... Uh... It's the thing we've said on a number of episodes, which is we're not fully formed. No. And the moment you accept that you are not a fully formed human being and you will never be yeah. a fully formed human being, like you should always be grasping to grow and to learn more, right? So that's the beauty of modeling is it's like, so, so one of the things that I was doing earlier today was I was writing out, okay, in 2021, what, what, what are my kind of, Right, if I get to the end of 2021 with what would be the great things that have happened in the end of 2020, if I get to, it sounds a bit doom and doom. <laughs> it does, yeah, when I get, <laughs> if I get, when I get to the end of 2021 and I have all of these things, like what would, what would be awesome? So I literally wrote all of those down. My next thought process, it was, how can I, how can I make it easier to achieve those things? Who can help me get to those points or what would need to happen to get yeah. to those points? 
And it's a step that most people don't do, right? No. You don't go, normally you go, oh, okay, well, I'll just do this every day and I'll do this every week. And, and it's like, well, actually, you might be digging that hole for gold in completely yeah. the wrong place. You, you, and you need somebody to help you get there. Well, so. and also because the world has <coughs> so much overwhelming information in it now. Like we, we mentioned mm. on another podcast that the amount of information put online in two days is from the beginning of time up to when did I say 2006 or 2008 yeah, something or something nuts. crazy. Yeah. Um, but there's so much information. So a lot of the time you think, oh, well, I can do this myself and I'll just yeah. Google it and, or uh, YouTube and I'll read it, these yeah. articles and I'll watch these stuff. And, and that's right to an extent. But when I've done that in the past, I get so overwhelmed yeah. by all these different opinions and ways of doing things. I looked into the world of drop shipping for a bit a while yeah. back and I was just so completely confused by all these people saying, I do Amazon this way and yeah. I sell on this way. Um, but if you can find... By doing that, find the ones that kind of resonate with you yeah. and then just stick to following them, reach out to them, consume all their material and yeah. try and then ignore everybody else because you, you can't have it all. You can't keep going down all these different paths. Well, do your research. Like, yeah. do your research about who you identify as, as appropriate kind of mentors, stroke coaches, stroke whatever it is that you're going to be modelling certain behaviours for because um, that I've certainly been... Um, involved in a few business strategies from other business owners that I've been asked to get involved in. And uh, I've watched how they've blagged it. Like mm. they've literally just, to their end client, they've just been saying whatever needs to be said to look like they know what they're doing. Yeah. And it's a very, it's very easy, unfortunately, in the world of business to get um, suckered in, yeah. especially if they start if they're talking about a subject you're not particularly familiar with. <clears throat> Excuse me, it's um, it's a very dangerous place. So definitely do your research first. Yeah, absolutely. They as as we said, they need to not only walk their walk, but <coughs> excuse me, walk their walk, walk their talk, walk their talk. Walk their walk. Yeah, no, it's not walk their walk. So, yeah. I suddenly thought I'm saying that. Walk wrong. the talk. Yeah, walk that's the, the one. <laughs> um, but they not only need to have done that, but you need to kind of have some kind of. You need to be able to gel with them as well. Because yeah. the worst, if you if you are gonna uh, pay for a coach or mentor, um, from a kind of modelling perspective, you you want to be learning from them. You you've got to obviously respect them and get on with them because yeah. that, that's going to be they could be a, a big part of your life and business for quite a while. Yeah. Um, so you, you need to, to have that aspect as well. Well, you well. have to have the appropriate... If you're looking for people to take your business forward, you have to have the appropriate coach for the different level of your business. So if you are just starting out, you want someone who's gone through that rather successfully, mm. the start-up phase. Mm. Now, it might be... <coughs> excuse me. It might be that the middle phase of growth, that isn't the same coach. Yeah. Somebody else. Yeah. So there's three steps to um to, to the modeling process so choose as we've been saying choose the the right person or the right business that you want to be um you want to be modeling uh, look at their story check them out on all channels available get their books um, and really kind of know as much as you can about that individual or um business yeah and go back yeah. on their story don't just look at what happened now. in the last month or yeah. three months or whatever it is go back through their story on social media and stuff yeah exactly so choosing the second step is ask for help so um reach out to them um you know in, unless they're someone very big mm. <laughs> they will uh, the, a lot of the time they will they will listen to you and a lot of the time they'll help you You'd be surprised yeah. um that people are prepared to help um and if not get somebody 
that may have been trained by them. That's another tactic. Yeah. Um, you know, if, if somebody has had coaching through them, then they may go on, go on to coach or whatever it is. So yeah. follow the kind of chain. So get ask for help from, from that person or that business. Um, and then the third thing is just study it, do the work, you know, don't, don't just go, oh yeah, okay, that's, that's great. And then go off on your merry way, you know, really study what they do, um, in depth and, and then uh, I was about to say copy it, but there's actually a very big distinction between modeling and copying. You're not just copying verbatim what someone else did because yeah. it's, it's obviously, it's your story, it's your journey. Yeah. Um, and, and things need to be adapted to the way you would want to do something. Yeah. So you're, you're, you are, um, emulating the behavior and the habits and things rather than just copying yeah and um be conscious if there's a fee to get that expertise like weigh it up like some people just and we've been guilty of that when someone said oh it costs x amount of money for my time to do this with you it's like we've recoiled in the past with with people around doing that um and i think we lost out because Mm -hmm. of that because we because they valued their time and their expertise in in and the and what they were going to bring to us, but we didn't really understand what we were asking or what they were bringing to the table. So subsequently, we recoiled. We've gone through that journey and realised that we wasted a lot of time and energy trying to do it ourselves. Mm-hmm. And now, there's we we absolutely have coaches and and people in our our lives now that we we pay reasonable amount of money for to make sure that we're doing the right stuff and if if they've got your interests in mind and if they're the right people they always go over and above anything yeah and i think that's the the caveat to that because we have done the opposite as well we've paid for things before that have been a complete waste of time yeah that's true um and um so you as you said earlier you need to really do your research um, and make sure that that person's the right fit for you and are going to benefit you because we now when we do pay for expertise to help us it is very specific yeah it's, it's very very specific aspect exactly of business, it's like yeah. our, at the PR lady that I'm working with at the moment I, I knew I really needed to know a lot more about PR and understand yeah. it and I could have just got a company in to do that but I really wanted to know it myself because yeah. it's applicable to all the businesses that we have yeah. um, so to be able to learn from that and um, Amanda who will come on our podcast in a couple of weeks time is great and she's yeah. she's doing exactly that uh, and she is holding my feet to the fire as well which I think is, is really important in some but I think that's what we should all be doing in every aspect of our life if you look yeah. at the, like the spokes on the wheel as, or whatever you want to call it yeah. that Tony Robbins and that goes on about it's, it's like okay well who can I model health wise yeah absolutely like, yeah. who can I model financially wise yeah. who can I model business wise like all of these aspects to say okay well who could fit those different aspects and they're not necessarily paid coaches but they could be people and they don't necessarily need to be people that are holding you to account Mm. they're just sounding boards right they're people where you go okay i'm thinking of doing this this week is it a good idea or not and 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 one of the best ways to do it if you if you haven't got the the funds for coaching or mentoring because it it is expensive at the end of the day Um, and you know there's a lot of people out there at the moment because of 2020 that haven't got the funds to do that and um so the 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 next best thing is is some kind of membership program which are a lot less you you know you're talking anything from like 10 20 quid a month to what a couple of hundred quid a month yeah. that you and there's yeah because they yeah because they rely on volume yeah but what that gives you is not only access to either that person's teaching or way of doing things but a whole community of people that are learning with you yeah. and you especially can, if they've got social media groups exactly and you can find a, an accountability partner within that setup yeah so you're kind of coaching each other and you're modeling yeah. each other and again as long as that person's the right fit for you that doesn't mean it doesn't have to be an expensive coach it no. can just be um somebody else within this 
trying to do the same things as you are. Yeah, and I think this, I'm willing to bet that if everybody knew this, what this this idea of modeling when they did their new year's plans mm. uh that way more people would would stick to it yeah because you'd have on day 14 or whatever it is of january yeah. when most people quit on all of their new year's goals yeah. um if you had somebody else going yeah i've been where you are on exactly. day 14 and it sucked but don't yeah. worry just stay stay where you're going because by 18 day 18 you would have forgotten about that and you'll be on track and you'll, yeah. it gets easier it's yeah. a bit like when you do um, uh, like a fast yeah. or anything like that. And and you do your research, first of all, and then there's a load of people that turn around and go, oh, yeah, day two sucks. Yeah. And it's, it's like there's a relief in knowing that someone else has been through that journey. Yeah. And if you just hold on, it's way better that side. Yeah, if you're going to go down the, the fitness, as you say, which is very common in, in the beginning of the year, and you're just following some uber fit uh, gym bunny mm. that's always been like that, you're going to get disheartened. Whereas if you're modeling somebody that has been through that, you know, that they've lost however however much weight this yeah. past year, you're like, and you can see they've done that. You know, you've yeah. got the before and afters, you've got the journey or whatever. You, you can go, oh, I, I'm just at this point in their journey. And you can see that they got to that point and yeah. you can too. And so, we're all just human, right? Yeah. So... I think the mistake is sometimes that we think that these people are sub like they're, they're superhuman and they're able to do all this stuff and we can't we never will because they mm. but the likelihood is they had a they they were modeling in some way they were coached in yeah. some way they were like and that's the missing bit in yeah. most of people's journeys I think. and the last point on modeling is is use it to your advantage for others as well you know yeah. if you have had um a weight loss or fitness story or you've overcome an injury or you've done something relationship wise you know you've come out of a a messy relationship and you've now found the love of your life or you've created a successful business use your story because it will be a modeling thing for other people Uh, and it's really powerful because people will want to follow your stuff they'll want to buy your programs buy your products because they they have done they're doing sorry exactly what you've done and exactly what you're looking to others to do yeah and even if there's no financial reward it's just what it's that whole concept of passing it on yeah, you know yeah. like the the rising tide raises all boats is that yes a, I think yeah. That's it, yeah you were wondering where i was going yeah, I was. <laughs> <laughs> but and that's the case right it's it, you have to have this concept of abundance and helping others and yeah. because in that good that's being done more good will come of it not just for others but for you as well so. yeah absolutely so yeah use use the modeling role to your advantage on on all fronts as well mm. and if you're a parent remember your kids are always watching <laughs> yeah they are yeah they definitely are yeah. <laughs> so that's it for today um we will see you tomorrow tomorrow's marketing monday so we'll be getting even though we're in this weird time between christmas and new year we'll be getting back on it tomorrow. yeah yeah routine is back <laughs> So have a good day. Bye.